0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the EVN Disrupt podcast. My name is Nishtet Souturian. I'm the editor of the Creative Tech section here at EVN Report. My guest today was Liana Gagapetian. Liana is the director of the Hero House Angels program, a program that allows people to angel invest in Armenian startups. She's also an associate at SmartGate VC and the program manager at Armenian Startup Academy. We spoke about the Hero House Angel program and how people can get involved. We also spoke about the importance of angel investing for a startup ecosystem. And we spoke about Armenia Startup Academy, a program that allows founders to better prepare to raise their pre-seed rounds. Liana, thank you so much for being with us today.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
0: Let's start with a little bit of your background. Um, how did you get involved in the investing world?
1: That's actually happened uh, by chance. Uh, let me start with my educational background. Uh, my educational background is uh, started with uh, American University in Armenia. Uh, I graduated from uh, AUA uh, back in 2020. I mean, actually just two years ago. Uh, and I majored in business. And then during my four years of undergraduate studies, I tried different things. Um, I have some background in B2B sales, some background in digital marketing, uh, um, I have some experience with the U.S. Embassy in Armenia, so just very, uh, just trying different things to see what uh, best fits my interest. Um, and then um, at the end of my uh, exchange uh, year, uh, exchange semester uh, in Spain, when I was already coming back and I didn't know what I want to do next, uh, I got a message from a friend who later became a colleague at SmartGate, uh, and she introduced me a program they were running at SmartGate called uh, Entrepreneurial Assistance School. So this was a ten-week program uh, when they take uh, students or young professionals and expose them to the tech uh, entrepreneurial environment in Armenia. And I could choose uh, one direction to specialize on. Uh, That could be sales, could be uh, growth marketing, could be gamification. There were very interesting uh, directions that I could choose. Uh, And I chose uh, product management. Um, And as the uh, structure of the program entailed, uh, at the end of the program, uh, you get um, employment opportunities at community companies. And I did get an offer uh, to join a company as a product manager. But then in parallel to that, I also got an offer from SmartGate to join the team. And back then, I didn't really know what venture capital is, uh, or I had no idea how the things st- What year the- was this? Uh, this was uh, 2019. Okay. It was July 2019. I remember it very clearly. And so I decided to join the team just because there were lots of smart people in the team, and I wanted to be uh, with them. And since then, it's been already three years. I'm like very happily engaged with the team with this the whole industry, uh, and that was really a very fundamental point in my career, because that really set the stone on what I wanted to do, uh, at least in the near future in my life.
0: Remind me what the name of the program was called? Uh,
1: the name of the program is Entrepreneurial Assistance School, uh, and actually, that, uh, I also wanted to mention that we're uh, starting the next batch uh, in a couple of, I think, in a week or so. The applications are already closed, but if there is someone very bright, we'll still be uh, very much uh, yeah. happy to onboard new students or young yeah. And professionals who would like to, to join the program. Is
0: this something SmartGate does annually?
1: We did it annually before COVID. Uh, we didn't do it uh, last year, but generally the trend is that we to want to, yeah. yeah. Because it's uh, one mechanism to nurture the young talent in Armenia. Uh, the idea is to get young uh, students or young professionals who want to get involved in the tech community in one way or another. Could be, as I said, could be a growth manager, growth marketer, could be a um, sales uh, representative. And the goal for us is to prepare young talent to join the startups both from the portfolio, from the startup programs we are running, or the wider community. Mm-hmm. Like the company that didn't offer to me was not from our portfolio, was not uh, from right. the startup program. It's the it's just, ecosystem in general. Yeah.
0: Tell us a little bit more about the program. What type of courses do you guys go under? What type of training do you guys receive?
1: Uh, the entrepreneurial assistant Program? Yeah. Uh, it, it's different. The direction that we choose is different uh, from year by year because before uh, opening up the directions, we first talk to the community companies, uh, see what are the requirements, right. what talent they need, at this moment. Uh, and then based on the requirements, we open the directions. And then at the end of the program, uh, we uh, during the program, we match the students with uh, mentors. And these mentors come either from those very companies that needed the talent and also from outside uh, expertise. And so they work together. There's a general learning plan that everyone passes through. Uh, and then there is a specific learning plan based on which direction you chose. Right. And then at the end of the program, uh, we organize a small demo day, just like we do for our startup programs. And during the demo day, they present some subject area that they uh, studied or explored during the program. Uh, And then in the audience side, there are the uh, real-life employers, uh, and they they give the offers just uh, upon the demo day.
0: Is it a full-time program?
1: I think it takes around uh, 15 hours or 15-20 hours uh, per week. Mm -hmm. but the progress that you'll have during this program very much depends on how much commitment you give. Right. Uh, like we require, I think two, in my case, when I was part of this program, uh, we required just two hours presence at your house for the group sessions or different other uh, one-on-ones that we had with the mentors. The rest of the program is just on yourself, uh, yeah. diving deep into different topics and then discussing those topics with the mentors. So mm-hmm. the, the more time you put, the, the, the better more, results you know, the, uh, yeah. you'll get.
0: Awesome. Okay, let's get to the Hero House Angels program. Tell us a little bit about what the Hero House Angels program is. Uh,
1: Sure, so uh, we started thinking about uh, doing an angel network a bit more than a year ago. I think it was May, June last year. Uh, The idea was that every time we made an investment at SmartGate, uh, there were some people who wanted to join the rounds, but the ticket sizes were small, and so they couldn't uh, join the company because from the founder's perspective, they don't really want to take very small ticket sizes. And they couldn't also uh, invest in our fund because the, the same logic, we cannot accept very small ticket sizes because there's a limit on how many LPs you can have in the fund, um, and so. In parallel to that, uh, when we uh, expanded to Southern California, uh, established uh, Hero House Glendale, uh, naturally a community of mostly Armenian shaped around Hero House. And so among them were people who weren't very much connected to the Armenian, uh, local Armenian tech ecosystem, but they really wanted to engage uh, in one way or another. And so we decided to launch, a, uh, to create a community where people can get access to good deal flow, uh, can provide capital investments, and also engage in with the Armenian uh, tech companies because for our angel network it's not only about capital investments it's also about the expertise the the right. network the all the resources that come with every single individual and so we formally launched the network in November last year um, some seven months ago uh, at the moment we are uh, around 70 67 I, uh, I think the exact number is 67 um, at this moment we, 67 uh, angel investors yes. mm-hmm. uh, some of them are seasoned angel 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 investors, people who have done angel investing previously, they know how this whole processes work. But the majority are people who uh, haven't done any angel investing before. Also, the thing is that we have many angel investors who are in their mid-careers. We have even younger angel investors, uh, late 20s or uh, early to mid-30s, people who have some capital. They're not like the most wealthy individuals, but people who have some capital and they have the interest to engage with the tech entrepreneurial environment in Armenia. Uh, we have really um, very um, senior executives, C-level executives from tech giants like Google, Amazon. Uh, we have uh, Netflix, IBM and others. We have serial entrepreneurs, people who are tech entrepreneurs or people from uh, traditional business background. Uh, very different mix of expertise. And the idea is that uh, they get access to our portfolio companies. Whenever we make an investment at SmartGate, we then open up the opportunity to this network of individual investors. And usually they join uh, Uh, with uh, different ticket sizes could be uh, we put a lower limit of 10k just to make sure that uh, whoever joins the round, they really intend uh, to make an investment, but the the limit is not as much that if you want to make an investment, but you're not super wealthy, you cannot join the network. And so people join with different ticket sizes. Uh, On a technical side, we form an SPV, a special purpose vehicle. Everyone pulls the money into this vehicle, and then that vehicle becomes an investor uh, for the company.
0: Let's break down a lot of what this might mean for people who are not familiar with angel investing. So angel investors are people who Typically, invest solo investors who invest in early stage startups at the let's say twenty five to fifty thousand dollars range. Although it could be more, is that sort of what you're seeing with your community of angel investors as well in that range?
1: Uh, Yeah, that's pretty much what we uh, have seen in the previous investments. Uh, There are people who join with smaller ticket sizes. As I said, we set up ten k annual requirement, and we. Even allow splitting this 10k between two companies, having 5k, uh, right. like 50-50% uh, in two companies. But mostly we see bigger uh, checks. But those who are able to write even bigger checks, uh, they usually prefer investing in the fund because it also gives that diversification a benefit. Uh, like you give your money to uh, people who, who are specialized in managing. Uh, so the when investment. you
0: say the fund, you mean gates yes. fund, the mm-hmm. fund that, that you guys use to go out and invest in, mm-hmm. in startups. Uh, when you were talking about the vehicle that you guys have set up, does that? operate in some way as a fund as well where people are pooling their money into this vehicle and then that that is being used to invest in the startup.
1: Yeah, uh, SPVs, uh, special purpose vehicles, they're very common uh, structure for angel network. It's not a fund per se, but it's very similar to a fund. Okay. The, the idea is that if you end up, if a company ends up having 20 for example, angel investors, if they do individual investments uh, into this company, uh, there might be 20 different names in the company's cup table, uh, the capitalization table that sets out who uh, has invested in which round, how much investment, how much percentage, ownership percentage they get f- right. for the investment. So uh, in order to avoid this uh, hustle for both investors and the founders, we just put this structure of having one vehicle, that everyone pulls the money into this vehicle, and from the founders' perspective, they just see one investor, right? And we, uh, as the Hero House Angels team, we are the intermediary. You before, allocate the yeah. equity, right. But then, uh, at the point when they already have made the investment, they become investors into the company. We uh, very openly open the communication between the founders and investors. Just before that, we uh, take the uh, communication uh, to us right. uh, in order to save everyone's time and make the process more efficient.
0: Right. Okay. Since most of the startups that are in Armenia's tech ecosystem today are early-stage startups still, and SmartGate specifically focuses on early-stage startups, do the angel investors who invest in these companies do so on a safe or convertible note mechanism mostly? Uh, yes, we do okay, safe. And please explain for our listeners what that that is. What is safe for? Uh, yes,
1: uh, so safe. Uh, it was introduced, I think, back in 2012 or 13 by Y Combinator. Uh, YC is the the pioneering accelerator. They also have a fund and they invest in their portfolio companies. But the, the accelerator model, uh, it really came from Paul Graham and Jessica. They came up with this model, yeah. and now it's used very widely. Um, so uh, they introduced Safe, uh, which is a Simple agreement for future equity. That means that uh, at a time when you sign a SAFE, you don't still have equity in the company. You just have an agreement with the founder that stays at the point when they raise uh, an equity round, which is usually the series A round. Your SAFE will convert into equity at some terms, depending on which SAFE you chose. There are are different options. You can have a discount um, on the share price, or you can have a valuation cap, which means that uh, your valuation at an equity round cannot exceed the cap that we agreed on today. Right. The SAFE itself just simplifies the process because uh, otherwise you'll need to hire a lawyer, uh, pay lots of uh, money, which doesn't make sense at an early stage. There's a lot of uncertainty and there isn't much money from the founder's uh, side either. So it just makes processes way more easy Mm -hmm. for both.
0: And it's also difficult at that very early stage to put a valuation on the startup. So Mm -hmm. the SAFE allows both the investor and the, the company to not yet agree on what valuation the investment is going to be made in so that when they raise their equity round, then it's priced and they Mm -hmm. they get their their percentage. that's correct. What's the benefit for the investor of when you reach the equity round? What benefit does the early stage investor who made an investment using a safe get that the equity investors in the series, A don't get.
1: We usually do valuation cap saves. Um, and uh, the cap that you put is usually less than the uh, valuation, yeah. the, the real valuation that will happen uh, at an equity round. What you we see most discount. of the time, you're yeah. uh, at a better uh, stance uh, compared to the investor that joined that round. That's because you take the most risk uh, at an early stage for us pre-seed i mean we also with our second fund are able to write to make seed investments but the sweet spot is still pre-seed and that's the riskiest stage uh right. one could join and angel that applies to the angel investors angel too investors
0: as well. yeah so let's talk about how people can get involved in the hero house angels program what is required uh, in order to be a, an angel investor with you guys
1: the only requirement is the commitment uh, to invest 10k over 12 calendar days uh, from the point of joining the company over 1 year and as i said we just put this requirement just to make sure that everyone who joins the angel network they do intend to make an investment. Right. Other than that, we don't really have any requirements. For us, uh, we just want to make a vibrant community, have value exchange happening within itself, uh, have uh, members who not only write checks, but also would want to engage with the founders. Uh, we have seen uh, lots of already lots of angel investors joining the companies as mentors. We've had one case when the uh, member joined as a formal advisor uh, for yeah. the company. There could be cases when the angel investors start their own venture at some point uh, so it's more about the community that okay. is shaped around a Hero House uh, as Hero House Angels. Uh, but yeah, there's also the investment component uh, because there are on the other side of the spectrum, there are the founders who yeah. are really fundraising and they really need the capital.
0: Do you need to be an accredited investor in the US in order to be a part of Hero House Angels?
1: Yes. And that's not a requirement from Hero House Angels. That's a requirement that's a from requirement. yeah, yeah. The, the SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission. The reason is that the companies that we invest in, they are... Mostly Delaware uh, U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, incorporate yeah uh, C corps and mostly the investors also from the U.S. So that's just the U.S. regulations.
0: Right? Can you remind us what is required to become an accredited investor? There's an income level that you have to show. Yes,
1: I believe that's uh, two hundred annual income uh, on your own. Uh, It's three hundred along with your spouse if you are married, or you need to have one million worth of assets. uh,
0: Right. Your net worth has to be Mm -hmm. at least a million.
1: And then there are also a couple of amendments. Made recently. If you are, uh, if you have some certain uh, investment background or so, uh, there are certain criteria. If you meet those criteria, but you don't have the financial wealth, you can still be considered an accredited investor. But the the process is that it's self accreditation. So at the point when you make an investment, you just the check mark that you are self-credited and the responsibilities are on your end
0: right okay for people participating in this program they even though it's the armenian startup ecosystem it's almost like investing in. it's just like investing in american companies right because like you said they're all delaware corporations yes Right.
1: and not all of the members are armenians we have non-armenians in the network too
0: okay got it
1: so for the armenians the the factor the motivation is very much also about supporting armenia the tech growth in armenia but for non-armenians there's no factor like that so yeah they're People also very much uh, care about what the return would mm-hmm. be for me.
0: What startups can members of the community expect to be investing in? What type of startups are in your ecosystem?
1: Because we only share deals that SmartGate has already invested in, our portfolio companies. And the logic is that we already know these companies. We have our skin in the game. We have uh, we are working with them. And only after that, we Uh, share these companies with the angel investors. With this logic, the companies that we share with the angel investors, they are the companies that uh, meet the investment phases of SmartGate, which is deep tech companies, the AI-driven. And uh, until very recently, we were very general about the industries that we target, uh, given that it's a deep tech solution. For now, uh, we're getting more into computational biotech companies that are again using the more correct word would be tech bio, companies that are using different AI, machine learning algorithms, computational methods to solve different problems in biology and healthcare. Uh, That's going to be a big portion, especially for our second fund. But again, we are targeting companies uh, that are technology leaders.
0: If someone is a member of your network and you guys make an investment in some startup, do they automatically get notified that the startup is you're able to angel invest in the startup or how does how do the connections work
1: usually uh, sometimes there are companies that their rounds get filled very quickly right. and there's just no more room for the angel investors uh, to join in the logic is that whenever we make an investment the fund the LPS the limited partners who have invested in our fund they get first access to the investments in case they want to make personal investments uh, right. other than being an investor in the fund most of the time they're is room for the angel investors, but theoretically it can happen that the deal doesn't get to the angel network. But mostly, as I said, it happens. So. We make the investment, we share the investment with the fund LPs, and then we share the investment with the uh, angel investors.
0: Okay, got it. And what's the way that you notify them of of that? Was it Uh, email? Yeah, it's email
1: communication. We share the company over email, and then we set up group calls, usually three consecutive calls, introductory call, and then the second one would be uh, first allowing some time for investors to dive into the industry themselves, and then come with more questions. And then uh, the third meeting, uh, Uh, for finalizing all the um, final questions that they may have and then we do an internal uh, meetup with the investors without the founders so that everyone can share their thoughts their concerns Uh, we share our own perspective from uh, from the fund why we invested in the company Um, and then they share their commitments if the total size of commitments just overwards mm-hmm. uh, if the total size of commitments is uh, more than the founder would accept uh, it's above their minimum requirement we open the spv and then the legal procedures follow
0: how can someone join the network today
1: i'm happy to talk to anyone who is interested to Know further about how these whole processes work. I'm happy to uh, get connected over LinkedIn or email. We also have information on the website on herohouse.io. There is a form to fill in uh, and our team uh, connects with them. Uh, but the, the procedure is that anyone interested, we get on a first introductory call just sharing about, just Getting to know each other and sharing what I'm always curious to know what's their background and yeah. what are their incentives on joining the network. Uh, and then I share from our end uh, what who is SmartGate if they don't know and generally what we do in this space. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if there is a sync, I just add them to the mailing list and then they get notified on the future events and company introductions.
0: Is there a specific criteria for what you're looking for in a in a person who's interested in joining?
1: Mm, no, it's just that uh, I want to know everyone personally because right. sometimes I make Uh, relevant connections whenever there is a some kind of request from a founder they need uh access to a specific person or specific expertise i just want to make sure that i know everyone in the network so that i can make the connections but it's not that we require certain expertise or geographic area or whatever
0: got it they don't even have to be limited to the u.s right even though it's uh it's based in the u.s i guess
1: most of the uh, members come from the u.s either la or the bay area there's a lot of very good tech expertise of Armenians uh, in the Bay Area too and uh, more in the Bay Area than yeah. in LA <laughs> um, so most of them come from California we have some members from East Coast uh, some from Europe and very happy to mention that some from Armenia too uh, I'm hoping to get more uh, angel investors from Armenia in the coming uh, years as we have more mm-hmm. exits uh, in Armenia uh, but yeah there's no uh, geographic requirement anyone can join
0: are there requirements for being validated as an accredited an investor in the U.S. different for foreigners, for non-U.S. citizens?
1: I believe no. I haven't had such an issue. Everyone who met that requirement from Armenia, they could very easily... Uh, invest. So but they still
0: have to have the $200,000 income or the $1 million in assets?
1: I believe so. For very like legal tax considerations and uh, these requirements, I they usually consult with their uh, legal counsel. Uh, but I believe, yeah, uh, they still need to have that requirement.
0: So you just mentioned something a little while ago that I'm really excited about. It's a first wave of Armenian startups that will see their exits, whether they go public or get acquired by larger companies. Almost all Armenian startups provide equity packages for their employees, especially their early Employees, and when these exits happen, there's going to be a lot of capital that will come to Armenia, um, and a lot of people will turn and will become angel investors or will go on and start their own uh, startups. And I think this will create like a huge catalyst effect in in the ecosystem. Speak a little bit about the importance of angel investing for a startup ecosystem. Uh, Sure,
1: yeah. And what we're currently seeing in Armenia, that what happened in the Silicon Valley uh, decades ago. 30 years Uh, ago, yeah. yeah. Um, And so uh, as soon as we have um, exits in Armenia, like Service Titan, uh, Pixar, and uh, yeah. Um, Some of them, the early employees who will be left with millions in their bank accounts. Uh, hopefully, some of them will be will start their own ventures, and some of them will become angel investors. Yeah. And it's important to nurture the o- ecosystem from within. Uh, at, at the moment, uh, like if we talk about not only angel investing but the early stage uh, investments seen in Armenia, yeah. uh, we're able to fully cover the pre rounds in Armenia. Years ago, we couldn't do that either. Yeah. Um, very soon, we'll be able to cover seed rounds in Armenia. Like We already are able to make seed investments, but the, the whole ecosystem is not ready yet. Right. If you are raising seed round, you still get investors from the US. And it's not necessarily bad because with US investors, you also get access to their resources right. because eventually they most of them target the U.S. market so you get closer to them Uh, but if we can fill in those rounds uh, in Armenia that that, it it will be way quicker than we currently do and it's important to also um, cultivate this culture uh, of mentoring, angel investing, uh, uh, starting the company because that's how uh, really ecosystems grow and in Armenia we are really at the stage when we Started the, eco- the tech entrepreneurial ecosystem a few years ago, and it's it's like a child uh, at the moment, and uh, it needs to we need to pull the capital, put yeah. the expertise, put our own network, so that it can grow bigger and bigger.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I think there's some really exciting years ahead for Armenia startup ecosystem. Do you think um, you were saying that now we can completely cover the pre-seed stage uh, with the uh, VC firms that are in Armenia? Do you think we'll see sort of growth stage VC capital in Armenia in the coming years, or for the foreseeable future that will still only be coming from U.S. and European markets?
1: I think we will in the coming years I think the local business visa- will grow over time like we started uh, some uh, four years ago in 2018 we're only making pre-seed now we're able to make seed investments maybe in the coming years we'll be able to make uh, series so A investments. and it's not only about SmartGate. there are other businesses like Big Story VC uh, Formula VC and others emerging in the last year even yeah. we had a couple of businesses uh, in Armenia and I think what we'll see not in the in the very far future is um, other visas globally uh, build presence uh, right. in Armenia and yeah it's going to be more capital uh-huh, um, sure. allocations yeah in Armenia yeah. on the other side I think at the moment we have more um, capital than we have startups So on the other side the startup movements need to need be to like have, quicker yeah.
0: too yeah that's interesting I didn't know that Um, Okay, let's talk about Startup Academy, which I guess would fix that problem. Tell us a little bit about what the program is and and what you guys do.
1: Uh, Sure. So we started the Startup Academy from the very early days of starting Smartgate and Hero House. The reason was that there there was a very good, strong tech talent in Armenia, uh, but the business development side was lacking behind. Uh, Like we have tech excellence in Armenia, not business excellence. Right. Uh, we started this uh, Startup Academy. Uh, initially, we started it with European, with funding from European Union. At the moment, we have two types of programs under Armenia uh, I Startup Academy. One is the pre-accelerator, targeting very, very early stage companies when they still have the prototype uh, and not much traction, maybe some user base, but not really paying customers. Uh, and they need uh, to understand who their uh, target customers are, how they need to make this transition from technology to product to business and so uh, currently we are uh, running the seventh batch uh, of this program Um, and uh, two years ago uh, we introduced the traction program which is targeting companies at a later stage. Companies that have already uh, built some traction, they have some user base, some paying customers, they need to get support on uh, intensifying their growth, uh, setting up their uh, sales uh, framework, their marketing uh, framework and getting more support on uh, expanding in the U.S. So the second one is more new program. We uh, run two batches uh, and currently we do like one batch of the pre-accelerator and then one batch for the traction for the entire year. So far, um, we have had 120 startups uh, in these uh, startup programs and 91 I think of them have graduated because some of them don't graduate because we do require them to commit fully to the program and the startups they are building. Right. Uh, but yeah, and almost 300 entrepreneurs have been involved. Um, That was important for really uh, opening up the uh, different business strategies. We helped them, our own team, and also very importantly, the network of experts, uh, mostly from the US, uh, working with the teams uh, on a one-on-one basis or doing different group sessions. Uh, The idea was to fill in the gap of uh, business development knowledge among the tech people uh, who want to start their ventures.
0: So it's people who have strong tech backgrounds you guys help them fill the business I guess uh, uh, the business needs that or rather the maybe sometimes the lack of business experience that they have to really build a startup
1: mm-hmm. that's mostly correct uh, most of the time we are approached with founders even if there are two co-founders yeah. both of them have tech backgrounds sometimes some uh, one of them has business development background right. but uh, given that they mostly build uh, deep tech companies uh, most of the time all of the co-founders have tech background
0: tech and science backgrounds. Um, I'm curious, a lot of accelerators that do similar work, they will also do things like co-founder matching. Do, do you guys have a service like that? Or program we archived. have
1: had uh, not not a formal program. I think it has happened uh, that we met a co-founder, but it it just happened on the spot, right. so to say. Right. We don't have a formal program uh, for that.
0: Got it. And is this current batch of the Startup Academy already up and running?
1: Yes, uh, it started I think three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. There are nineteen companies involved. And it's going to be a three-month program. So
0: okay, Liana, and uh, right, let's get to our last question. Uh, what do you hope to see for? Uh, our media startup ecosystem, especially in regards to angel investing in the next five to 10 years?
1: I definitely hope to see uh, more angel investors. And I think there could be like a mindset change uh, among uh, angel investors and potential angel investors. Because when we think, think about angel investors, we usually think about very wealthy individuals who have a lot of capital and who'll be fine losing this capital because right. as, you angel, as you do angel it's investing, risky. you know that... Uh, yeah very likely you may lose this money. But uh, angel investing is not only a money-making mechanism, it's also about the whole process of going through this journey with the founders. And you can be an angel investor with with very uh, small ticket size. Um, And so uh, if you start angel investing at an earlier age, rather than waiting until your late 40s, 50s to become an angel investor. And that's definitely a good thing because you get into this whole environment and um, being an angel investor is not only about money. I think there are four pillars of being an angel investor. Time, uh, money or capital, expertise and network. And there's different concentration for each. There are people who have a lot of money and not enough time to work with these founders. And there are people who have uh, not as much money, but they have the network, they have some expertise, they have the time to commit and work with these founders. So if there is some concentration of these four pillars that you and you are interested into working with these founders, uh, you can uh, start uh, doing angel investing from an earlier age. And even for even younger uh, people, uh, people who don't have the money to invest, uh, but they are still interested to get into this environment, they could be scouts for angel investors. Like if mm. you do have the network uh, and uh, you you hustle, you know the, uh, the founders, you know who is building what, and you are able to do some smart filtering uh, and uh, identify the potentially good uh, opportunities and you introduce them to the angel investors the, the wealthy ones um, you can also get some share of the carry right, right. so if you are interested to be in this space there is uh, something for all uh, so that that it's more about the culture of angel investing which I would like to see in Armenia in the coming yeah. years.
0: And I think I'll just add one thing Ar- Armenia's startup ecosystem is still so young that uh, if, you, if you're if you able to just create that value for someone like you said you can really go a long way um, maybe in, in ecosystems like Silicon Valley and stuff that are so big and so mature at this point it's harder to do that but in Armenia it's definitely possible Yeah I th- yeah. very much agree yeah. Diana, thank you so much for your time today
1: Thank you very much it was a very nice conversation Ha